Judge a fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're a cock sucking ass licking, Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker, yes, it's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. Judge a fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're the one that fucked your uncle, Uncle Fucker. You don't eat or sleep or mow the lawn, you just fuck your uncle all day long. Well, what do you expect? They're Canadian. Works that include hackerhumming.podbean.com as well as ratsaladreview.com, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Break Your Cast, Touch Your Mom's Last Piece of Tuna Fish in Her Can. Get him. I'm your yeah, host, host on the West Coast, your boy, MSG. And we are here for a uh, special two part edition of Suck My Balls. This, is, I guess, will technically be. I don't know. Do we title this episode 38 and 39 or do we just title this the bonus or the movie? I mean, I I mean the, to... the format says 38 and 39, but hey, Joe, you're a guest. Shut the fuck up. Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> do you think this should be episode 38 and 39? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just... Because, because in linear fashion, this is the movie, you know, it, it, it entwines with the show. So, <laughs> All right, that's that's a fair that's a fair assessment. I of course am your host, the host that's on the West Coast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going him. She got. I'm going him. I am course I'm joined each and every week. My boy lives down in a hot sunny Arizona. What happened, you guys? How y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Of course, as you can see him here on video, and you've already heard, he's back, ladies and gentlemen, making his three this third appearance right here on the Suck My Balls podcast. You're seeing him right here on our YouTube, which is on Suck My Balls on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Dirty JV, Dirty JV. Howdy, howdy. What's up, buddy? Not much. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can talk now. I can contribute. Yeah, you're, uh, you may okay. speak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like your green screen. Are you going to do anything fancy with it today here in the episode? Are you gonna... uh, I might. I don't know how. If we're you on... don't want to mess with the settings right now? We're right, scared because yeah, you've already on... dropped off. Right. right. And I don't know how StreamYard works and all that. Like, I'll let you do that in post. Well, you, guys, you, uh, you can put whatever you want back there. Okay, I guess we'll have, have some fun. fun, internet. <laughs> Speak right. Have fun. Speaking of having fun, the president's uh, dress the other night. People are going to be having some fun, and she wore a chroma. Oh key. my god! Oh, it's already dress. happened. 
It's already happening. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you I saw like- this scoop during the presidential RNC address, dude, she came out in a bright green, full on chroma key dress, bro. Oh, my God, dude. The memes are crazy. already happening. You can put Yeah, like someone put like a seven day forecast on, on her dress. Um, <laughs> someone else put like a picture of Roman Reigns. Um, I, I have to see these. Yeah, I'll, I'll show them to you after after we're done here. Well, we're here, you guys, for the Suck My Balls movie review. This is going to be a two-part episode, so you're listening here right now to part one. We figure this might go a little long, and uh, you know, I don't know if I'd want to sit down and listen to a two-hour episode, so I figure why not just split it up and at most one hour each. So uh, we welcome you to episode number 38 as Mr. Joe Vernola here. Uh, pointed out as our format i do have written down episodes 38 and 39 i had realized i had not like asked ian about that that's why i was like should we go ahead and make this i don't know but that being said guys we're here to review um you know probably one of south park's greatest animated creations i'd say even over the course of the 23 seasons i'd still say the movie is probably one of the best things they've created from beginning to end from all the music storylines the animation, uh, the comedic relief, uh, the drama that ensues, the story—it's a—it's a great, a great movie. Hell, one of the songs in this movie was nominated for an Academy Award, and Robin Williams and a, a bunch of other people performed it. Blame Canada. And, that, and as far as I'm concerned, that's not even that the best attention. song. That's not even the best song on this soundtrack. It's the most PC. It's the most PC. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, because you could probably use the... Maybe the Brian Boitano. Maybe Brian Boitano. Well, that, yeah. that's true. Brian Boitano would be cool. Like, they should have used Brian Boitano. Why didn't they yeah. use Brian Boitano? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. That being said, before we get into the uh, episode, of course, if you're listening to this episode of Homie Media Group, you, we are sponsored on Homie Media Group by thebrosers.com, Stevie Richards Fitness, uh, the Tech Meme Ride Home Podcast, as well as ProWrestlingTees.com. And then, of course, you're listening here on Suck My Balls shows and any of the other networks were, uh, of course, hosted on Hummy Media Group and RatsellerReview.com. So let's get into this movie, guys. Now, we're going to give you a couple, um, I, I, I'd say, warnings here. I, I, I want to tell you. So normally, I promote the shit out of watching our video episodes. And I'm not saying you shouldn't watch this on YouTube. But I'm going to let you know. If you want the full musical experience of this episode today, you're going to need to listen to this on the podcast version because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to play this music here on YouTube due to copyright reasons. Like YouTube will hit us hard. And I mean, granted, I'm not saying like we're monetized or anything like that, but I don't want to be like putting down into the algorithm or even made it harder to find us just because we have a copyright on our, on our page. Yeah. Copyright claims and strikes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have a lot of music in this episode so and even if we don't play and even if these songs are only 30 to 40 seconds long because most of them aren't very long we still don't want to have to try and deal with that but i still encourage you if you'd like to watch the actual clips because of course we're going to throw in clips in there as well mm-hmm. still like to see that you can still watch us and continue to join us here on youtube but download us on the podcast go to our uh feeds and just search suck my balls and you'll enjoy this amazing movie review okay let's go ahead and guys i mean we might as well get started with the very first song uh, in the episode itself right i mean because the the episode starts off with a a pretty co- a pretty good opening like they, they don't yeah. even they don't even like hesitate right 
No, they just no not at all. Uh, you know, you kind of get that ambiance here. You kind of, you know, as the uh, the, the the orchestra kicks in. Yeah, and then, and then you got Stan who comes in as the mm-hmm. going to give you this. This is gonna be the the focal point, the lead one of the lead characters right. here in this episode. And, here, let's and, listen. And some deer just went running by. Whoa, the snow's pure and white on the earth, rich and brown. I cannot hear the song, but I know what he's saying now. Down. You can't hear the audio right now? No, sir. Oh, sun is shining and the grass is green Under the three feet of snow, I mean This is a day where it's hard to wear a brown All the happy people stop to say hello Get up, my boy! Even though the temperature's low Interpretic Sunday morning in my quiet mountain, mountain town What the hell is a plastic surgeon doing open on a Sunday morning? That is, that's a good point. That, that is, is a very a good, good point. point. And it's, it's 24-7 rhinoplasty in South Park, y'all. Get it. <laughs> there we go. There it is. They got me living this quiet mountain town. I love how he's so cool with it. Like, right? Right. That's right. Mountain town. Kick the baby. Don't kick the baby. You broke another window. That's a bad baby. And I realized that this is going to, like, result in me having to turn in my man card. But this friggin' establishing musical song is, like, right up there with Bonjour from Beauty and the Beast, where it just, like, sets everything up so well, and they're going through the evil, town. evil music. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with like eating. Wait, wait, hold on. We got this point in the song right here. After when Cartman joins, like this is what gets you pumped for the fucking. Yeah. Movie. Every time this song kicks in, he gets so excited right here. Yes. Yes. No! No! 
No. <laughs> what? Well, guys, for those, uh, let's get started here, guys. We got that music that kicks us off right here into the beginning of the episode. We got the uh, episode, it's, uh, or I guess, movie. They come up to the ticket taker after the song, after they're getting all amped up to see this movie. And the ticket taker says, No, you can't come into this movie. This movie is rated R by the Motion Picture. This movie is rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America right. for naughty language. And I love how, however many years later, they have the callback to that where uh, Kyle's trying to go to see the passion. And this movie is rated R. And then he just like totally goes, but because, it's, but because it's such an important piece of blah, 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 you do it. But you should see it. Because it's such an important piece of shit, but actually good picture to justify the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, uh, this guy becomes a good character. Yeah, he becomes great. Like when they use him in Jew Scouts is oh. freaking amazing. Jew <laughs> Scouts! Yes. Come on, you have to make your macaroni pictures. Which yeah. we actually will be talking about here in this uh, upcoming season. Yeah, so, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening here right on the podcast as well as on the video. But they can't buy the tickets, guys, because it's rated R. Now, the joke of this uh, whole movie, and it's one of the trivia things, is that South Park itself went back and forth uh, with the uh, rating advisory board because they kept trying to well, they put the movie out and the rating advisory board was like okay it's got to be what NC-17 so they kept having to bring it back down to rated R but every time they take one thing out they put another thing in to try and see how far they could push the limit itself so <laughs> this uh, act really kind of I guess was taking a jab right away at fuck you MPAA we're, we're going to make it so our kids in our movie, I'm going to be able to get into the movies. I'm going to show them how to do it. Because after the ticket ticker guy says no, ticket ticker Tom, or whatever we're calling him, he, they go and get a homeless guy to help them to help get the tickets. And they're like, uh, homeless, I are you sure you want to let your kids see this movie? It's got, this movie's very hard. Look, it's got a language. Look if you and, don't you know, want 10 bucks. Mm. I mean, if you don't want 10 bucks. If you don't want 10 bucks to go buy vodka. Look, Mr. Homeless Man, if you don't want to buy six tickets and you don't want to get to the bucks, you don't want to get vodka, you can go ahead and find your way. Six, six tickets, please. That's so <laughs> good. Oh, even like, like think about it once. Yeah, I want to get drunk. Okay, yeah, here's six tickets. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. <laughs> so, so we get into the movie theater now, right? And... <laughs> <laughs> like the, they're all sitting around, hanging around. You know, Cartman, can I get some candy? Mm, let me see. Uh, I don't have any Jew candy. <laughs> uh, so they've already established uh, the Jew jokes right off the bat. Uh, what do you think uh, of this opening sequence? You know, you got the uh, the, the ticket taker guy, the, the song. Did you enjoy it? Because this Joe, he's not going to admit he's going to be admit this, admit this, but I'm going to blast him here. He has. This is his first time he's seen the movie. Like yes. in one sitting, all the way through from all start way to through, start to finish. So, wow. what did you think? I know, and he's my best friend. That's why he's we're letting him slide. Uh, but mm -hmm. go ahead, Scoop. Tell us what did you go ahead, Scoop? What did you think of it as your first time? I'm not the biggest fan of musicals in the slightest mm -hmm. bit at all. But this, I can watch this so many times. Like I've already slated to put this in my rotation of movies that I like to like either fall asleep to. Or watch when I'm just like smoking or just chilling or something. 
I absolutely love the beginning because it's just so much like that song. I'm I'm gonna learn that song. I'm gonna sing it all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I've had 21 years to get it learned. So <laughs> off to the movies we, we shall, shall go, go, where we learn everything that everything we that we know because our parents. The movies tell mm-hmm. us our parents don't have time to say. And, and like another thing, uh, have you guys ever done that? Gotten an older person that you've known or somebody standing by to either buy you something that you're not old enough to do? Because I've done that mm-hmm. so many times. I, I've this been on both so ends. Awesome. I've been on both ends of that. <laughs> like, I where me and two of my friends, we got we actually did get a homeless guy to get us in the movie theater. He walked out, and then when we walked out, the guy actually said something just like the guy in here. He was like, Hey, where's the guy that you guys were with? This this opening just is so much to me now. Like I absolutely just love it so right. much. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah. I've been on both that? ends of that, and it's kind of ironic. Or well, coincidental, not ironic, because the I wasn't able to go to the theater to see that movie when I was 13, 14, however old right. I was when it came out. But the friggin' blockbuster down the street from my house, like a year later after it came out on VHS, just had like their bargain bin. And I grabbed it and that and dude didn't even bother Chet. He's like Doesn't even doesn't even bat an eyelash. <laughs> right. Have a good one. <laughs> Six, yeah. <laughs> and then that's how I probably had never saw it and just thought it was some cartoon. I had no idea. Movie. Just saw a, right. right. like, uh, a cartoon for TV. Here you, know, you go, know, young man. It's all yours, bro. Right. Have a good one, bro. Have a good one. Well, yes, I, I, I had similar experiences, whether it be, uh, you know, you graduate in high school and you get, uh, we were, I was living in a small town at the time. My parents moved us from mm-hmm. California to Poles from Montana. And uh, we got one of the local Native Americans to buy us alcohol. One of the like, <laughs> we just went to the res and we were like, and I, because I, I'm always decked out in reggae gear in general. No one usually even fucks with me. So I just I was like, hey, man, I was like, it's uh, we're just graduating. Can you get us a bottle? And he was like, yeah, bro. It's not like he just went in, came back out, got us super cool yeah. about it. Like, yeah, super like, cool. <laughs> super cool about it. Didn't yeah. like try to do anything else. He was like, congratulations, boys. Have a good night. Like he understood. But like right. I'm, it wasn't like I was trying to like nightly trying to get people to buy me alcohol mm-hmm. or things like that. Yeah. Now I have been approached, and uh, for alcohol I won't do it. I've done it for cigarettes. Like if, if somebody yeah. comes to me, like a 16, 17 year old kid, like, hey dude, can you buy me a pack of smokes? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do smokes. I was, I was in your yeah. Yeah. Blind, but alcohol, it's yeah. Little... yeah, I won't. Especially do it with nowadays. Uh, yeah, I won't do it with booze. I've been on all three sides of that equation, though. The one asking the guy, the guy being asked, and the freaking clerk. <laughs> like, right, right. That's interesting. I've never been the clerk. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> ever, ever since my, my one friend was, he was approached by two girls to buy them alcohol. He did. He went in, he bought it, he came out, and was immediately arrested by three officers. Oh. Yeah. See, so not, that's see, why I'm I will not, never do it. I'm not a narc like that. In fact, when right. I worked in a safe, when I worked in a Safeway, some kids tried to like mm-hmm. like st- steal some shit. They were like, you know, 17, 18, right? And mm-hmm. as they were getting ready to walk out, I was like, yo, bro, there's gonna be people waiting out there out the door right now if you don't put the alcohol down. He's like, I was like, they got you, bro. I was like, I'm just trying to give you a heads up. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> and yeah. Like, then he just puts it down and walks out. <laughs> 
uh, the most gangster uh, thing I've seen as a cashier was this like, dude. Just... Store police are there, you know, they're waiting, right? Dude, that's crazy. Enjoy your just walked in. Go, go, go put it down and walked out. That's what you should have done. That's what you got to do. Like, you just walk in there like you're a G, just crack it open, chug it as mm. fast as you can, put it down and walk out. Nobody will say it. Nobody said a damn thing. Like, eight if of us saw him do it. I, if it doesn't say shit, it's like, you could just be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your policy is I could sample things, okay? Everything mm. in the store can be sampled. I was taking a sample. I had a buddy one time walked into his 7-Eleven, just walked straight to the beer case, opened it up, grabbed two 24-packs and bolted and made it out <laughs> the door. It was fucking great. Man, my my that my friend and I, he's in, he's in the Air Force right now. He, he had a big party before his uh, last deployment. Mm-hmm. And we're all hanging out, and we run out of booze. And uh, I'm, like, kind of the only one sober enough to drive. So we're like, hey, let's just run down the gas station, buy a couple cases real quick. Keyword being buy, okay? <laughs> yeah. We on the table. We agreed to buy. I gave my debit card to buy. Homie who's kind of sloshed walks in, and we see him look around, and, like, you know, all those warm cases sitting right there. Grabs two of them. You could see him go, Fuck you! Run out the door, jump in the back of my truck, and start screaming, Go, go, go! He kind of broke my tooth! No! Fuck you! (laughs) And I realized what we just did, how obvious it was like a blue truck with a silver streak on. I was like, Fuck, dude! We just did a beer run in my truck! And it's like That's you funny. could, like, oh my gosh, four dudes in a Whoa. truck in a blue truck with a silver streak on the side took beer. <laughs> oh Whoa. my god, it sounds exactly like what happened with me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's 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 jump back into the the movie review. Otherwise, we could yeah, sit yeah. here and talk about this this all day. All day. But yeah, uh, as you mentioned, you know, there's scoop after the kids left the movie theater right or they were getting ready to leave the movie theater uh you know they were met by uh by the order ticket taker once more and if you're watching this on youtube you will see this here we'll go to this clip here the movie was fucking sweet in bed you fucking ass it was but dude i want to be just like terrence and philip hey wait a minute where's your guardian huh i knew it you paid a homeless guy to get you in didn't you oh good stuff good good stuff there but uh so yes like uh, the ticket taker you know he 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 confronted them because he knew that they were freaking lying but after that now the now the kids head down to the ice skating ring as you saw there and heard Mm -hmm. and uh you know they met they see the kids and they're they're talking to them they're having some good fun as uh you know they're Met by a jubilee of people, all the kids like, "Hey, where have you guys been?" They're like, "Oh, nothing. We went to a Hanshi Philip movie," and everyone's just like, oh, and they're all like excited, so they run over and they meet him, and, <laughs> and they so start now teaching the- them all the words. Yes, yes, right. yes. I saw the Hanshi Philip movie. I said, "Who yeah. wants to touch me?" I said, "Who wants to touch me?" Go ahead, Ben. Clyde. <laughs> Get out of here, you shit-faced cockmaster! Okay. Ah, <laughs> you gotta see this movie. Right? And this is like this is totally like accurate 
back mm-hmm. in the day when we were kids, whoever saw the next movie would have to come and teach us. Yeah. Oh, you know. And it was always like a rated R movie or something. Like when, like when it was elementary school, there was that one kid that their parents let him see Scarface at like his super early age or something. Yep. I remember Gigi, that one. Gigi, Gigi, Say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. But yeah, it's super accurate. You want to yeah, go to no, war? I... Okay, we'll go to war. We've been skating all morning and laughing and talking of memories past. So yes, uh, anyway, later at Stark's Ponds, as we mentioned, the boys impressed their classmates by imitating the movie's strong language, causing all the children to want to see the movie as well. Now afterwards, Wendy skates over to Stan, introduces Gregory of Yawdale, who Stan thinks now Wendy's in love with. So again, if you are, I would encourage you guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening on the podcast or if you're watching the video, go to the podcast version now because we're going to go to this one's actually titled Wendy's Song. So uh, let's go ahead here. and Where he had a 4.0. You got to remember his GPA. Yes. I had I, I'm Gregory from Yawdale. Well, I had a 4.0. I had a 4.0. <laughs> Terrence and Philip are Canadian, just like my just like my brother. <laughs> it's like the first time he's ever There's been proud of his brother too. Hey Stan, tell about when Terrence caught fit up a testicle shading rectal boy. Now more than ever, <laughs> she gives me butterflies. It makes my stomach queasy every time she walks by. Asshole, I'm talking to you. I know I can be cool if I try. Hi Stan. <laughs> and. Like that testicle shitting whatever had to have been one of those. Want to skate with us? We've been skating all morning and laughing and talking of memories past. We saw the Terrence and Philip movie. Mm -hmm. Try and catch me, Wendy. Try and catch me, Wendy. Bye, Stan. Bye, Stan. But the, yeah, the testicle eating or shitting whatever line, that had to have been one of those things that they snuck in to get past the MPAA after they called him on something else. It ha- That's literally the only way I can rationalize I wonder, that. I wonder if that organization has, like, buzzwords that they look for and overlook other ones that you can kind of get away with. Do you think? Maybe? More than likely. Like I mean, it's just probably shitting rectal wart. <laughs> it's a bunch of old stodgy white people. Like. <laughs> of course. But, so uh, after yeah. uh, so after all that, now guys, by the next day at school, the whole class they've probably figured out how to do some sort of homeless shtick as they've now seen the movie. No, it shows them using the same guy. I thought, like, there's oh, yeah. one. Like, yeah, I could have sworn it shows them going to the. It shows the same homeless guy buying a shit ton of tickets for him. <laughs> you sure that's not till later? I didn't think it was exact because they cut over. Oh, after it, this, yeah, it could be yeah, that's what I'm later. Saying. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So by the next day is what I'm saying because like the scene ends with Carmen going, "I hate you, Kenny," and then oh, like it, it, yeah, it cuts, yeah. and then we're now in school, and now you hear the whole class going, "Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker!" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I jumped ahead. My right? bad. It's okay. Yeah. So. 
So everybody now has seen this movie except for, of course, Wendy and Gregory. Now, Cartman, Kyle, Stan, and Kenny get sent to the counselors, uh, Mr. Mackey, after repeating the word fuck. And uh, now, of course, I could go through and play this clip, ladies and gentlemen. But if you've been listening to this show for any point in time, you know the intro of our show includes this bit here where Cartman says, uh, you fucking Jew. And Mr. <laughs> Garrison says, uh Eric, did you just say the F word? And then Jew? Kevin goes, Jew? <laughs> no, you can't say fucking school, you fucking fat ass. Kyle, what? Stanley, Kenny, fuck. And then they all go into that. How would you like to see the principal's office? How would you like to check my ass? What did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How would you like to check my ass? <laughs> Holy shit. What's a big fucking deal? Fuck, 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 fuck. What's a big fucking deal, bitch? Fuck, 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 fuck. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit, dude. So, of course, that's, of course, ladies and gentlemen, where I got one of the premises. You're hearing suck my balls in this episode and uh, multiple times already from the song. What did my... What did my son (laughs) say, Mr. Garrison? Hold on, hold on, right there. Hold on. Oh, Hold on, let me introduce it. So first, now the boys, okay, are in Mackie's office. <laughs> okay, they're in the office. You see Clyde outside, which was a nice little homage there. Yeah. Right? So after you, so after you see Clyde outside, then you get into Mr. Mackie's office, and he's like, uh, he's like, boys, uh, uh, you've been saying some uh, naughty words in class. Uh, where did you hear the words <laughs> like this? And he's like, well, we heard Mr. Garrison say it a few times. He's like, uh, boys, I-, I don't think I've ever heard Mr. Garrison say, uh, eat shit face, you ass be longer. <laughs> and then <Kyrie's> like, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> But then, yes, you're right. Then Mr. Mackey notes that he had to call their parents. And he's like, oh, dude, you called my parents? <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, then go ahead, Joe. That's when they all buzzed through the door. What did my son say, Mr. Garrison? Did he, <laughs> he say the so S well. word? Did he say? <laughs> no, oh. no, 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 no. I did he say the that. F word? Well, well, here's a list of uh, things that the boys said. <laughs> what, what, the fucking, what the heck is a rim job? Oh, that's when you put your a head behind your leg, your ass behind your leg behind your head, and you have someone lick your ass. So. <laughs> All right, let's go to this interaction here with the interaction with the with the boys in Mr. Mackey's office, guys. Uh, this one, of course, you will be able to see right here on YouTube uh, as well as on the uh, podcast, or you'll be able to hear it. So check this out. Okay, you should be ashamed. I've already called in others. You called my mom? That's right. Oh, no, dude. Mr. Mackey, can I ask a question? Okay, what? What's the big fucking deal, bitch? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, I want to know where you got <laughs> uh, obscenities, okay? Nowhere. Uh, we've okay. Mr. Garrison a few times before. Yeah. Boys, I seriously doubt that Mr. Garrison ever said, uh, eat penguin you shit, shit, you ask me lunker. Sweet. Uh-oh. Thank you all for coming on such short notice. This just isn't like you, Stanley. What did my son say, Mr. Mackey? Did he say the S-word? No, it was worse than that. The F-word? Well, here's a short list of the things they've been saying. Okay. 
So unfortunately now the kids uh you know they ratted off this movie. They go to the after this scene, uh, they don't really get in trouble here. Uh right. so much so because they've ratted off the movie. That's their first excuse, the first kind of get out of jail free card. Yeah, the first time of getting out of jail. Carbon stooged on him and yeah. Dick. So now late so now later in the cafeteria we have uh you know chef uh, or the boys are walking through and they have our first interaction with chef and chef tells uh or they're in line and <laughs> stand uh, all right first they have an they're like oh, we got in tr-. they're like how's it going boys he's like bad they're like why bad we got in trouble for seeing for swearing for seeing the Terrence and Philip movie and then uh Kyle's like yeah you're you you fat ass he's like don't call me fat you butt fucking Joe don't call me don't belittle my people you asshole whatever and then uh where did you learn to talk like that it's pretty fucking sweet huh (laughs) yeah (laughs) stands like hey uh chef uh how do i get uh wendy to like me or how do i get girls like me well that's easy you just gotta find the clitoris oh my god yeah (laughs) and he's like what he's like oh never mind Uh, move along children Move along, um, children. Will... You're holding up the line, and he's the literally line. the only motherfucker in line. Right, and also there was a. We don't have to go to the song again here because Cartman does interrupt him. But at the beginning part of the cafeteria, Stan is in line, and the song does kick in again. There's a girl that I like, and guy was like, "All right, I'm not the goddamn guy." <laughs> so Cartman didn't want to let him have his little moment. Now more than ever. <laughs> So after th- uh, they get their meal and their food, Mr. Mackey announces that uh, he goes, uh, students, uh, uh, the movie, ter- all Terrence and Philip uh, memorabilia and apparel have been banned. Anybody wearing Terrence and Philip clothing must uh, immediately be sent home. And all the kids are like, yeah, because everybody was wearing, you know, Terrence and Philip stuff, except for Wendy and uh, Gregory from Yard. Again, where he had a four point What's he doing at South Park Elementary? He moved there from Yardale. We had a 4.0. That, that's ah. that's what he's there for. You know what's interesting is why in this episode, why in this movie, does Gregory from Yardale get more of a prevalent role than Pip? Yeah. Like, why didn't they just use Pip? Fuck Pip. They have. They have. Right. I mean, fuck Pip. Because I mean, fuck Pip. Um. That's why I, they but, had it. Wouldn't I, that have been the twist. Hold on. Wouldn't I, that have been the twist that Wendy had fell in love with Pip? That would have been funny, but I thought like the whole character of Gregory and everything was kind of taking a stab at like other TV shows that became movies. And then the movie all of a sudden just introduces this new character for no fucking reason other than to have it there. It's almost a MacGuffin to help move the uh, plot along and everything. No, you're right. No, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So after the boys are sent home, well, they of course decide to go see Terrence and Phillips uh, ass as a fire once more. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like. I like again when they walk out of the movie theater this time. <laughs> He's all like. 
He's like, hey, because he sees him again because the kids got away with the hey, new Right. How did you sell it to that same homeless guy, bro? Like, what the fuck? Like, that's on you this time, you know? Yeah, fool me once, right? shame on you. Fool me twice. Me twice shame on me. Yeah. So I believe, is it, do they have the rehab meeting? for? Yes. So they have the rehab meeting, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like, you're going to go to, we're going to send you to the rehab and you're going to get better and blah, blah, blah. So kids, right. So this is where we're going to have one of our yeah. things uh, next or whatever, Mr. Mackey. He's going to teach the kids about uh, uh, music, but you know what? I also don't want to, I also don't want to skip over the fact that this is where we get the, is this where we get mothers against Canada? The early introduction where she has the argument with the Canadian prime minister with all the damage that we have to do, undo all the damage. Oh yeah. Do. Yeah. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. Okay. It would be cool if somebody in real life went on the news and, and did that. You know what I mean? It was like, can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. I mean, Perot would say, can I finish a lot, but he didn't. Can I finish? Okay. I'm finished. But Oh, really? I, uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I thought that was a uh, stab at Perot on Larry King because I'm a nerd and remember that for some reason. No, that's why we have you here. That's why we have you here. All right. Well, let's go to this uh, interaction that she has here, guys, with the Canadian prime minister, which this won't be one of the first times we've ever seen him in the history of South Park. Um, mm-hmm. It is the head of the PTA, Sheila yeah. Broflowski. Hello, Tom. And the Canadian minister of movies. Thanks for having me, buddy. Minister, parents <laughs> buddy. are concerned about buddy. your country's entertainment. Your thoughts? Head's all bouncing up and down. Children are gonna see it. Can I finish? Actors that we Canadians are quite surprised by your outrage. Just don't care. Can I finish? The United States has graphic violence on television. He makes good points here. He does. This is like legitimate. Of course it's evil. Can I finish? Please. Can I finish? I got it. Okay, I'm finished. But, Mr. Minister, right, it isn't right. like this film is the first troublesome thing to come out of Canada. Let us not forget Brian Adams. No, no, the Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that joke. I don't know how. I find that racist. Our children are not racist, man. You are racist. It is going to take us weeks to erase the damage this film has done to our children. Oh God, that oh was hilarious! God. So, <laughs> Brian Adams. So, like, okay, explain to me what's the Brian Adams joke? I don't have. Is it a movie or something like that? A really bad no, movie? They're no, they're was, just uh, crapping on Brian Adams as a musician. He was He's, like Canada's mm, number one musician. Yeah, for a long time. Back. He, he did that. Stupid summer of '69. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a great song. Me and Jimmy got a good, got a bed in driving hard. Jimmy quit, Jimmy got, but see, wouldn't you Married. want to I shouldn't have known it would last forever. Sorry, I love that Never song. get far. And if I had ever... But, like, wouldn't you want the Canadian government to apologize for that? Like, I know I do. <laughs> what? I love that song. He also did Straight from the Heart, too. Oh, man. What, what song is that about that? His, uh, that album off, uh, what was it? Um, 
cuts like a knife or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, oh, yeah, it cuts like a knife. And it cuts like a knife. Anyway, Brian Adams. I like. Wait, so straight to the heart? That's Brian Adams too? Straight to the heart. Oh, straight to the uh, heart. You're thinking of You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah that's what gotcha. you're thinking though. He has a song. The- no, no, anyway. let's not get down this 80s rabbit hole. Uh, I know. We'll go there all day. All right. So now the kids are – they're sent to rehab, guys. So this is, of course, only going to be for the podcast. I, I, this is the, also the last time I'm going to tell you this. So if you – you can, if you're listening, you're going to get it. If you're not, if you're watching on YouTube, you're not going to get it. I'm tired of introducing, hey, this is for the YouTube. This, just, just fucking listen to the show, all right? Enjoy it. Is that, is that, is that a little harsh? Listen to it on the way to work and on your way right. home from work. Yeah. On your way home from work. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's go into the reha- rehabilitation center here with uh, Mr. Mackey. He's going to help the boys get better and learn about themselves. Okay. Your mother's insisted that you be taken from your normal schoolwork and placed into rehab to learn not to swear. I must say, I don't think I belong with these ropes. I attended school at Yardale and had a 4-0 grade point average. <laughs> you like a faggot, dude. Exactly what I'm talking about. We have to get you off of foul language. How are we going to do that? Well, listen here. There are times when you get suckered in by drugs and alcohol and sex with women. Okay. But it's when you do these things too much that you become an addict and must get back in touch. You can do it. It's all up to you. With a little plan, you can change your life today. You don't have to spend your life addicted to smack. Homeless on the streets giving hand jobs for crack. Follow my plan and very soon you will say It's easy, it's easy okay. Step one, Step instead one. of ass, say buns Like kiss, like my, kiss buns, my buns or, or your buns, hole Step two, instead of shit, say poo Resin bowl, poo, poo, head in his poo, his is, poo cold. is cold Step three, with bitch, drop the tea Cause Vic is letting for generosity Step four, don't say fuck anymore Cause fuck is the worst word that you can say Since say fuck Okay, can we pause it real quick right there? So, like he says, he says when you so instead of saying fuck, just use the word mk. Does that mean every time he's used the word mk, he means to say fuck? Yep. That's okay. I I just want to make sure I wasn't the only one that was thinking that. Mm-hmm. So says, yeah exactly so like in the future when you think when you watch the episodes when when he's like when people say something to him, right. like, mm-hmm. yeah because when he's banging he's- that chick okay. 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 but it, like oh, it be, and like it literally changed how i watched every thing with mackie like from the past and after that once i saw that i'm like what the fuck <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Get high on pottery. Very soon you will say. Now the kids get the same. Here we go. Who is cold? Who is cold? Fuck is the worst word that you can say. You shouldn't say fuck. No, you shouldn't say fuck. You got to get go. Very soon you will say. 
Now you're going, I'm going. Right, so now he decides to give him the rest of the day off. They go see the movie again and come out of the ticket taker booth this time. Hey! And then, like, Cartman's like, yeah, it's a big game, Millie, but all that stuff about lying, you're full far time fire. That's just not real. And then Kenny's like, yes, it is. And he's like, no, it is. No, it is. He's like, yeah, sure it is. He's like, I bet you. <laughs> I bet you 100 I bet you 100 bucks. You can't do it. So Kenny's like, okay. So he lights his fart on fire. And then Kenny, <laughs> he's burnt. Uh, <laughs> A giant uh, paramedic does show up, but then a salt trunk, a salt truck, I should say, crashes in, knocks, in knocks all the salt on, and then eventually we get uh, them now at the hospital. So now, as you mentioned here before we started, Scoop, you were like, is this George Clooney? And yes, this is George Clooney's second appearance in a South Park, uh, I guess you'd say film, feature, whatever it is. Second, uh, appearance second appearance in the franchise. In the universe. The universe. Franchise, yeah. Yeah. franchise in the universe. So we're yeah. going to go to this clip here. Now we can't. We can show you this clip here on YouTube because uh, you know it's just a quick clip here. But you might not get the full clip. You'll hear the audio clip, and I'm still introducing the clip. So I guess I'm just going to keep doing that. Here we go. Oh my God! You killed Kenny! You bastard! Wow! I guess you can light a fire on fire, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Load that IV with 70 cc's. Load that IV with that! We just called the parents. Oh shit, dude. Now our mom's gonna find out we went to the Terrence and Phillip movie again. Vacuum. Try to untangle his trachea in the esophagus. Dude. No, that doesn't go there. Oh. No, that doesn't go there! <laughs> the one doctor is running around. Oh. Oh. Balls. All that is happening in front of them, and they're grossed out by the vomit. Right, Rusty. that's the one thing. That's the one thing Stan gets upset in here. He's disgusted and gross by is the fact that he sees like the cuts and stuff like that. And they're just like uh, K- Kyle and Cartman are like, that, yeah, that's what you're grossed out about, bro. Is the fact yeah. that yeah, you know, threw up. That's now. Is this know. done with the construction paper, or is this is this at the point where they started animation? Oh, uh, this on, was uh, all on the computer. But on the computer. What, but what they did was they like either scanned the construction papers stuff. Like when they first started transferring everything over to the computer, they s- did it by scanning construction paper and stuff to keep the aesthetic. So that's, that's why it's that's why the background still looks like it's blue construction paper. And you can kind of see it with Carvin's eyes. And then there's like well, yeah. there's one character that comes in, uh, Brian, somebody. It kind of looks like he's got a shadow behind him, like he's a piece of paper too, which is pretty dope. So I was just wondering mm-hmm. if they actually took the time to do the movie that way. Just one last time. Mark That's sick. Watch this liver. Oh, I'll get it. We have precious little time left, people. We're going to lose him soon. Doctor, his heart stopped. Let's get it out of there. We need to zap this. Quick. Who's making a potato? My bad, sir. I missed lunch. Damn it. I'm not going to lose this kid. Close him up. We've done all we can. The rest is up to God. The rest is up to God. Mm-hmm. Kenny. Anyway, so that's the end of that segment here. Kenny, unfortunately, well, he dies, guys, because, well, they put that baked potato inside of Kenny's heart, and he only had three seconds to live. He dies, he explodes, and then the boys, the kids are all like, oh, my God, they, he killed Kenny, you bastards. bastards. 
And then the doctor's like, it never gets any easier. And then just kind of right, like he walks out. off whistling Mountain Town. Yep. Which is, which is friggin' great. <laughs> because it's so, like, wait, so everyone in town knows that song exists? Right? Like he just happened to know that song. In a quiet little mountain town. Right. Yeah, so yeah, uh, he dies now. Unfortunately, Carmen's like, I bet him, I bet him a hundred dollars that he couldn't have lied far off her. And then Carl's like, It's oh, don't not feel your bad, fault, dude. dude. No, I'm just supposed to be out to pay him a hundred dollars. Yeah. And then Kyle, of course, oh, good job, a good fucking job. He was your fucking friend, you fucking fat ass, fat ass, fat ass. Fat ass, fat ass, fat ass. <laughs> And then now, normally I probably would play this song, but I don't like Metallica guy. I don't want James mm-hmm. Hetfield coming after us, so I'm just not going to play it on any platform here. Right, <laughs> right. So basically, Kenny dies. He's getting up. He's going up to heaven, and you got the South Park guys singing, "Little boy, you happy? What is it there? <laughs> is it for What are these things? things? I've never seen. What are these things? things? So he gets up to what looks like an LCD screen entrance to go into heaven with boobies and tits everywhere. He presses the button and then it goes, no, little boy, you're going to hell. Giant access denied. It's the funniest thing. Did you notice the the population differences between hell and heaven? Yeah. It's fucking insane. It was like 1,007 and then it was like like 1,600. It was like 1,697. Yeah, and they don't explain like 95 not, billion. Now they don't explain that later, of course, till the Mormon episode, but that it is yes. a nice little Easter egg early on, kind of right. foreshadowing of how they're gonna talk about heaven. I'm <laughs> sorry, Hilarious. the correct answer is Mormon. Mormon. Lucky school. I was a devout Jew. <laughs> I was a devout practicing Christian. Oh yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, the oh, correct oh, answer oh, was Mormon. Anyway, so- we're gonna do a play about how stealing makes us feel bad. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, back into the movie. Back into hell, little boy. You're going to hell. It's sung by James. Little boy, Hatfield. it's time for you to pay. So and he's like he sees George Burns and. Gandhi and Hitler and there's all these people he sees as hey fuck face you seen Gracie (laughs) (laughs) is it this one that he sees the Kennedys he does see one of the Kennedys yes as he's falling down yes okay no it's the (laughs) it's the Christmas episode where it's the two of them singing okay Oh, I, okay, I got right, it mixed up. Right. Reunited for yeah, but uh, right. John is there. Yeah, John yes. is on it. John F. Kennedy is here. So after yeah, yeah. now. Kenny's dead, unfortunately, guys. So now after Kenny lands in hell, he sees Satan. Or he doesn't see Satan right away, but you do see a giant bird that flies by and poops out fire. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now after hearing that the boys went to see the movie again and they get uh, at the end of that uh, medical scene when Kenny dies, they're, all their parents show up. And they're like, oh, so boys, you went and saw the movie again, huh? And they're like, yes. And so uh, you're grounded for two weeks. Yes, that's right, Stan. You're grounded for two weeks as well. And Eric, you're grounded for three. Hey, that's a big fucking deal. Why is my other one fucking grounded for three weeks? (laughs) (laughs) 
Cartman is grounded. But now the parents decide to sing their Academy Award winning song. The what was it? The blame or blame Canada is what's up next. And that's from Mothers Against Canada. Now, uh, there is a good video out there for those who aren't aware. This song was nominated for an Academy Award. Not the best song in this whole movie. But as we discussed before we started here, we thought it was really the only PC type of song. Like it yeah. doesn't have as much foul language as well as it's more like it can be widely distributed, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't and, know your thoughts on the song before we actually play it here. <laughs> and I have a funny story about this song before we get into it. I was, I was a band geek in high school and everything, but this year, the fall after the movie came out, our uh, football team was playing a football team that came down from Canada and we friggin played this song at halftime. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. I, and like the Canadians that were at the game, like their parents or whatever that followed the team were all fucking laughing at it too. It was, but it was fucking great. So you got the parents, or I'm sorry, you got the kids at your school to play yeah. Blame Canada the against band a football director, team. That was- the band director got us to play Blame Canada against a football team that came down from Canada. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive, guys. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Well, let's get into this song here. Blame Canada here. It this is a song that was nominated for an Academy Award, and it actually does eventually get performed by Robin Williams and a bunch of people at the Academy Awards, which you can look up that video on YouTube. But here's the song. Our kids oh, are getting worse. Times have changed. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fucking curse. We blame the government. What should we blame if it's just on TV? No! Don't blame me for my son Stan. He saw the darn cartoon and now he's off to join the clan. And my boy Eric once had my picture on his shelf. But now, but now he just did it. Tell me to fuck myself. It seems that everything's gone wrong since Canada came along. They're yeah, not, not even, even a real country, country anyway. 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 <laughs> it's 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 even the 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 piggy on the barbecue. We blame the garbage. Should we blame the fire? Oh, the doctors who allowed him to expire. No, Canada. And that bitch on Mary Oh. That's the key of this whole fucking song. Yes, we, yes. We, we must fucking like come up with an excuse before someone decides to blame us. Before that's the whole point of this. Buddy thinks of blaming us. Yeah, I mean us. That's the whole point of this song. So yep. they want to blame Canada because they don't want to take responsibility for the fact that a they are not good enough parents to explain the content and the language that's being discussed in the movie, and not saying hey, don't use this language, or if you're gonna watch it, that's fine, but don't recite it unless it's in an appropriate type of situation. You know, at that age, as adults, mm. obviously, it doesn't fucking matter anymore unless you're at work or something. But right, right. After that, you're, it's hands off. I mean, you can, you're your own person. Say whatever the fuck you want. So. Uh, unfortunately, this is also, I think, a 
trivialization or kind of a shot at uh you know just american society as well mm -hmm. where we get so upset at least as americans parents and whatever all these different clubs and organizations they're uh, you know protesting different uh, content of language but that had to be a shot okay. at the ptc Oh yeah, I mean, just all that you can have all this violence in language. I'm sorry, you get all this violence on TV. Heck, you can even have Skinamax on late at night. Yeah, he says the bad word, the f word. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's how it used to be. Now, I think we've kind of moved past that. To be honest, I think it's still nudity, though. They just don't yeah get over like nudity and sex scenes where it's just like right. whatever. Like that's what they're doing. And I mean, there's still only the uh, the rule of two. For the MPAA, where if you say fuck a third time, it becomes a uh, R-rated film or whatever. It's whatever the whatever the right. factoid is. Right. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, what did you think of this Blame Canada song, Skeet? I think it's funny. This yeah. song was timeless because there's so much irony in it. You know what I'm saying? Before they blame us. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a parent yourself, would you do that? <laughs> Is that a trick question? <laughs> a trick answer? Who's making up these rules right now? Fuck! <laughs> thought this was, this was supposed to be on South Park. You're awfully non-committal there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's hard to say. It's hard to say. You don't. I don't know. I think I would try to not blame somebody else rather than myself. But if it's something that directly affected my child's behavior, it's going to be hard not to. You know what I mean? Right. Because you're not the one putting the influence out there. So Right. But does that, that fall on the actual movie creator at that point? Or does that fall on your local movie theater's business at, you know, allowing your kid to see that? It's good. Would you be more targeting the local theater or would you be targeting the actual production company itself? Um, it's a good question. Um, I think I would leave the production out of it. I think that the theaters would need to work harder at keeping kids out of rated R movies yeah. would be my thing. Fair. Uh, and that's fair right. enough. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You can't you can't create you can't blame somebody for creating art is what I'd say. Right. I mean, you can hold people responsible for allowing right. people to see it or you know in specific mm -hmm. cases ratings whatever how we dictate mm -hmm. it by society, which I don't know unless like I, I don't know I don't think there should be any ratings on any movie in general. I don't think you can. I don't as an artist I don't think you should be able to rate art, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, uh, and it's like how do you? Uh, judge what violence is and what's not, like, and what's abuse and what's, you know, in the context of a movie and stuff like that, right? Exactly, mm -hmm. where you where it's supposed to be acting and more fictitious. How do you judge something in that light? I get what you're saying, right? Like, how does that mm -hmm. why is that considered offensive or not when people are it's a portrayal of something, not an actual like live reality style camera on, you know, uh, events playing out or a news story or something like that. Obviously, you know, you're not going to go to school and see kids on the playground singing, shut your fucking face, uncle fucker, probably. And you're not going to sing uh, a kid singing Kyle's mom was a big fat bitch. We'll get to later. Um, Cause that's coming up here shortly. <laughs> Cause after this blame Canada song, what happens is, is now the boys are grounded. They're back at Cartman or Stan's house 
and all uh, the moms have decided the parents have decided they're, they're going to go to uh, you know mothers against canada rally and shelly your favorite character go ahead uh scoop <laughs> shelly what did she say here no 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 what's got courage you got you guys are grounded you have to sit here quietly and do nothing well i listen to my britney spears records I just try to sit here and listen to me, listen to my Spears records. Skirts. So, so, yeah. And then Stan says, uh, <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> yes, like a fucking Shelly picks up a chair, WWE style, comes right over to Stan and hits Crap. the button. Cartman's eyes are the best. Like when it's going down, he's like, like he's scared of that shit. Yeah. With the chair. So. So Shelly leaves the room to go listen to her written speeders record. And um, the boys decide to listen to, or watch Conan O'Brien because Terrence and Philip are appearing on Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about fart jokes. And what is it? Uh, who's there? Brooke uh, Shields. Brooke Shields is with them. And she goes, I farted on the set of Blue Lagoon once. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, Philip slaps uh, Brooke Shields. So good. <laughs> and you looks at her for a second before doing it too. Right, yeah, it's like a long right, pause, right. Like, and then he just slaps her. And yeah. they, they're uh, Conan O'Brien says, "Aren't you guys worried about showing up in America? There's a lot of clubs and organizations who are after you, and well, they'd have to find us first. And he's like, "You're right, get them." And then all of a sudden, Mothers Against Canada come right in, and uh, Trina. This little scrotum sucker betrayed us. <laughs> it's what calls Conan O'Brien. You are still with us. You laughed. You laughed with what us, Conan. So Conan O'Brien commits suicide. But as we'll see later on in future episodes, he's not technically dead. But so we'll, and that's okay. And that actually plays into this at the end of the movie. But uh, so Conan O'Brien dies. He jumps out of a building and he kills himself, guys. And the dude just like casually turns off his car alarm. <laughs> Well, he hits the ground, he hits the car, and the alarm goes off. And then, like, the guy, he just goes, he just boop, boop, turns it off and walks away. And there's a dead body laying on his car. It's so fucking. So, Mothers Against Canada has made a citizen's arrest on Terrence and Philip. And they've now, they've now locked him up. So, we go over to the United Nations. <laughs> Before we do that, I'm sorry. Before we go over to the uh, United Nations, uh, or no, no, I'm sorry, that is exactly what happens. To go over to the United Nations, the Americans are openly laughing because what happens is the they're upset. Tell us what this is all about. Right, right. Well, Canada's upset. It's a good diplomacy. <laughs> hold on, look. So what? Canada, hold on, hold on. So Canada wa- says that their economy solely depends on Terrence and Philip. They're at the United Nations, and the Canadian ambassador says that they want America to return. Terrence and Philip. So the America, uh, the the ambassador stands right up and he goes, <clears throat> "Fuck Canada! <laughs> fuck Canada! Yeah, fuck you! <laughs> hey, f- hey, fuck you, buddy! <laughs> uh, fuck you, buddy!" So the American openly laughs. The Canadian, they're they're laughing at him, if you will, because this is about. He says, "This isn't about uh, political democracy. This is about uh, freedom of speech. This is about censorship. This is about diplomacy." <laughs> Please tell us what this is about. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. You guys are dicks. <laughs> Something so like that. 
Right. Well, unfortunately, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Uh, here, let's go to it. I, I could pull it up here. Uh, citizens, it's about not censoring our art. It's about, it's about what's up, goddamn funny. Nothing, nothing. Uh, could you tell us again what your argument is all about? This is not about diplomacy. This is about dignity. This is about respect. This is about real. About a boot. You guys are dicks. You guys are dicks. Or we'll give you something to cry about. A boot. <laughs> oh, man. But this part's great right here. Because what happens is uh, you're hearing yeah. it in the background. The Canadians oh, are now oh, So the Canadians have decided. Here we go. I'll show you on uh, YouTube. I'm ready, buddy. No, this is Billy Baldwin. If you want Daniel Baldwin, call his extension. Stupid. Stupid. Hey, Alec, do you know what sucks about being a Baldwin? No. What? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, was that George Clooney? That sounded like George Clooney. Probably. No, it's not. It's actually Dave Foley. Dave Foley does the voices of all three characters oh, wow. of the Baldwins. Dave um, Foley's a funny guy, too. Yeah. No, Dave Foley also did, directed Kids in the Hall, which is a yeah. sketch comedy in the 90s from Canada. Very, It's kind of like their version of Saturday Night Live, almost, if you will. It's mm -hmm. also produced by Lauren Michaels, oddly enough. Oh, Coincidentally enough. I'm squishing your head. I'm squishing your head. <laughs> so, unfortunately, after all that, now the next day at school, <laughs> the kids are they're, they're like, Mr. Mackey comes in. He's like, we have an important school assembly. Okay? Everybody go there right now. Okay? So they run in there and they, they find out uh, that Bill Clinton comes on and goes, this afternoon at exactly 8.05 p.m. Now, when I saw that Bill Clinton was the president, I was like, oh, this was when he was president. Oh, yeah, it's that old. That old. Have bombed the Baldwins. Oh my God! All the Baldwins are dead. All the Baldwins are dead. Mister, <laughs> is that the only thing he cares about? Right. He cares about the fact that because uh, Kyle's mom gets announced as the Secretary of Offense, so right. now th this is war. They're gonna go to war now with Canada. This is what sets up his first time they go to war. But uh, like he get Clinton keeps trying to give his plan now as president, and she president, I have a, I have a dis, uh, decisive. Uh, we so have uh, yes. She pushes him off. So unfortunately, uh, uh, Kyle's mom is taken over. And uh, but that, as you mentioned, Mr. Garrison, the only thing he cares about is the Baldwin's. All the right. Baldwin's are dead. Was he still closeted at this point? Pretty much, for the most okay. part. He has not come out yeah. yet. Um, I think Mr. Hat has called him out or somebody. It's been hinted. Yeah, yeah, like, but he hasn't. Okay, he hasn't come out himself though yet. No, not yet. I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> but no, no. I mean, that was a good. I mean, it's a good point. Uh, so after, but, this, like, but at that point, if he hasn't come out yet, it's a great. It's another one of those hints or subtle clues towards it. Yeah, no, but, that's, that's a good. Point. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so after I, that, it, after that, we then jump over now, and we're going to be in hell here. So this is uh, Kenny. What a <laughs> Kenny. Uh, first interactions uh, with Mr. Uh, Satan and uh, with Saddam Hussein. So we're going to clip, jump over to this here really quick. Fallen one, I am Satan. I am your god now. <laughs> <laughs> 
escape. <laughs> now, feel okay. the delightful pain. Uh, we get to the point where it's Saddam Hussein goes, Yeah, yeah, you're getting me so hot, Satan. <laughs> I love Be it. My you're... new partner in evil, Saddam Hussein. Get me so hot. I love it when you talk to me like that. I love it when you talk to me like that. Yeah, I think. He's like stroking the handle of the uh, of the friggin' yeah. Oh yes, Satan, you're making me so hot right now. Yeah, getting me so hot, Satan. (laughs) Hey, Satan. Hey, Satan. Gosh, you guys. Okay, we're at like an hour into this show, and I know. And we're, but we're like 10 minutes away from the halfway point of the movie, too. We're like 30 okay. minutes or so into the movie, and it's like 82 minutes. Okay. All right. That's Something a fair like point. that. That's a fair point. Keep going a little bit. So, we're, we're only digressing a little bit. We're not getting too far off the rails. Right. We're still there. So after that, as we mentioned, Kenny is in hell. He gets introduced to Hussein, Saddam Hussein. I'm sorry. And um, Satan as the dis- leaders of destruction. I am the leader of destruction. This is my partner in crime, Saddam Hussein. As it, as it. Yeah, fuck now. Yeah, fuck now. Yeah, yeah. I love when you talk to that. Get me so hot. Well, get me so hot right now. And then, uh, <laughs> What is it? Satan pulls him aside. Saddam, can you come here and talk with me, please? Yeah. I don't appreciate. You I don't appreciate when you belittle me like that in front of my when I'm trying to do my job. <laughs> I don't appreciate you belittling me in front of my minions. In front of my minions. Ah, Satan, I love who, who's my cream pie. Yeah, oh yeah. That's bad, bitch. That's bad. No, yeah, this one is that's bad, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 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 when they started making and i know they made fun of saddam before that too but when they made fun of him that time that was when oh wow they just really have no chill (laughs) saddam is in a homosexual relationship with satan and he's the top i'm like oh my god now I know why my parents didn't want me seeing this. Uh, but after hearing the boys went to the movies again, I'm sorry, uh, after the Baldwin brothers, President Clinton then declared the war. Now, unfortunately, Cartman is not happy as we're out on the playground. He's like, this is all because Cosmom is a bitch. <laughs> no, he's, you shut your fucking mouth. Well, <laughs> I'm warning you. Well, I mean, I mean it. All right, all right, all right. I'm getting pretty sick of him calling my mom. Well, Cause mom's a bitch, she's a big fat bitch, she's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a stupid bitch, she's everyone's a bitch, she's a bitch to all the boys and girls. Shut your fucking mouth, Carmen! On Monday she's a bitch, on Tuesday she's a bitch, and Wednesday to Saturday she's a bitch. Then on Sunday just to be different, she's a super king, come a me a bitch. Come on, you all know the words. Have you ever met my friend Cause mom? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a mean old bitch and she has stupid hair, she's a bitch, 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 bitch. Around the world, it might go a little bit something like this. Any mama 
sitting and standing in front of Kyle's mom and uh well he gets uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> so after that, she uh I don't know how they got uh you know uh, Cartman's mom to agree to all this but unfortunately Cartman is going to be the first participant in the uh new V chip program which is being placed by Dr. Vosnocker uh and this is uh, implanted in to his head to prevent him from using any profanity and swearing, of course, much to his chagrin. They start off by having him say some words like in front of all these, he's there at a PTA meeting, if you will, because Kyle's mom's like, uh, while we're, while, while we send troops uh, out to, in Canada, we're fighting the war on language, potty mouths back here at home. So Cartman comes out and he says different things from, uh, what now is say pillow, pillow, pillow. Now <laughs> say Montana. 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 No, 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 that's how it is. Why he wouldn't get in trouble for saying Montana? No, that was one of the jokes. Was I could have sworn it, would, no. and then oh no, then it was like uh, now say big floppy donkey dick. No, first he <laughs> says first he says uh, pillow. Now say horse fucker, and then like <laughs> Cartman looks at his mom. Go ahead, and then horse <laughs> I could have sworn Montana was a swear word too. I'm gonna no, have to go. No, back. it wasn't. Okay. No, Montana, Montana, pillow, pillow. <laughs> now say horse fucker. Successfully, fucking donkey dick. No, no. <laughs> the child doesn't want to cuss anymore. Fucking <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is like you know like that. That's how parents used to like rate, uh, like uh, like clinical trials and stuff like that. See, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Now he's not going to do it. No, that's not how it works. Not at all. Just, be- just because you shock him right away does not mean the child is going to stop. But yes, every time a child swears, he'll get an electric shock. With Terrence and Phillips set to be executed uh, by their what is it? They're, they're going to be executed by the USO show. They, at the U- <laughs> yeah, at the USO show. So there's there when they go to the what is it? They go there's a, a an announcement. Uh, so join up the military and fight the Canadians and and the march of war. war. It's like it was like it was like a 1940s uh, news of the world war right. slash propaganda wheel reel. Right. Uh, boys in blue are fighting the war at home as well. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, and um, that's when they report that the Canadians bombed the Arquettes, like because right. the Canadians <laughs> just going after Hollywood families. Right. We've watched on Toronto after another vicious bombing has taken its toll on the Akat, on the Akat residence. Right. Or yeah, whatever the fuck it is. 
So apparently Satan has discovered that a war has started on Earth and that he says that with delight that it has been prophesied that once that uh, once the blood of these two Canadians are spilt <laughs> on American soil, that I can go up there and rule the Earth. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Get me so hot. <laughs> Get me so hot. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. My time is drawn now. I love it when you get a biblical Satan. Let's fuck! Zero, I am the you, Saddam. Come on, guy. So, uh, what happens is at this point, the kids uh, learn that you know they're going to execute Terrence and Phil. So they decide that they're going to start their own resistance group, and they first start by going to Kyle's house. They try to hack in to the school. Um, I guess school message boards or the Canadian mainframe or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And like, they're like, tell them that we'll bring punch and pie. And he's like, punch and pie. He's like, yeah, my people are coming. My people are coming. We have punch and pie. <laughs> and so Stan and Kyle are, are looking up on the internet as well. Stan goes, Hey, do a search for the clitoris. <laughs> so he does a search for the clitoris. Oh, oh shit. No, Jason. He's, he's like, do a search for a clear. Oh, Scoop, why don't you tell us about this scene here? This is where they uh they, they Google it and then they they, they enter the website what, on Shiza or something. Yeah, they, and, uh, it's the first link. Well, let's just uh, oh yeah, it's like hey, some links and he clicks the first one. <laughs> uh, German Shiza must. Be eighteen. Click eighteen. Click enter if you are okay. They click through it. Then he clicks through another one, and then they they, it starts. (laughs) And it has a German guy starts talking, and he's just (laughs) unshizen. And then and then Kyle says, "Is it it Cartman's mom?" And Stan's like, "Is that Cartman's mom?" Uh, 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 Really funny, you guys. Oh my god, it is! <laughs> the Shiza! Oh, okay. oh, the Shiza! Oh, Shiza! And then something happens and it up and it explodes. Right, it makes it look like that she probably eats his poop. Well, yeah, like it cuts away and you hear the. Maybe on the face. Yeah, it like shits on her face and then it cuts away. And so, uh, you know, Sam throws up, and that's when they hack into the mainframe to get more kids to show up to try and form a brand new group called La Resistance. La Resistance. Resistance. So at this point in time, what is it? Right before they go to the La Resistance meeting, uh, Kenny decides that after hearing that, you know, that Saddam Hussein is going to come up to Earth and take over – that they're going to he's, he's going to try and warn them right so he's like uh, he, he goes up into Cartman's room as a ghost <laughs> and he's all yelling at him he's like you gotta stop uh, uh, Terrence and Philip from being killed because if they're killed uh, Satan and Saddam Hussein are going to come up on earth and they're going to rule over and he you know Cartman freaks out and screams and his mom comes in and <laughs> if you will and he's like uh Kenny, Kenny said he's gonna come he's all he's, i think Kenny's pissed off because i bet him a hundred dollars he's shocked he's like wait i can't say pissed off <laughs> i can't say pissed off he's kind of fucked up he couldn't stop i just kind of <laughs> i see cartman too 
in the face of every Wait, child. Hold on. That's that's next. So Cartman, <laughs> Cartman, right. Cartman shows up at the meeting with Stan and Kyle, like before the meeting begins. He's like, "You guys, you guys, I, I just have kidding." And then Kyle goes, "I see Cartman too." Yeah, in the face of every child. Yeah, he's in the face of every child too. Yeah, you guys, I really saw. He said that if Satan, that Satan and Saddam Hussein are going to take over, Terrence and Philip are executed. Uh, so a bunch of kids do show up. Uh, first, they're like, uh, "We were promised there would be punch and pie, <laughs> right?" And two kids leave. But he was that right. That was awesome. He was, he was. He was right. More people showed up. So Wendy and Gregory are they, they they knock on the door and he's like he's like what's the password and he's like oh I don't know and he's like guess he's like uh bacon <laughs> and he's like all right that's good enough so he lets him in and then they're shocked to find out that Stan and Kyle are the ones behind law resistance and they're like well we think that uh, Terrence and Phil being executed sucks so we're, we're gonna go over there and and I forget what he says <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, so we thought about we're going to go over there and pull out their power or whatever it is. And it was like, that. yeah. Something really like stupid. Stupid, stupid yeah. Not yeah. going to actually help. So Gregory decides to take <laughs> May over. I? May I? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's, yeah. Terrence and Philip are being held here at the base of the, uh, at the USO show, and they plan to be executed here. What we'll need to do is we'll need to make our wrong at the rendezvous from here to here. What you'll most likely need is... What you'll, what you'll need is someone who can uh, lead this, and and I'll do it. And then Stan and Kyle oh, are like, Wait, "This guy is good." Right? <laughs> yeah, that's when Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Well, Kyle goes, "Holy shit, Wendy's new guy is smart, dude." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, Stan is like, "No, we'll do it." So and so Stan decides to volunteer the boys to take over themselves, and that's where we get the La Resistance song. La this Resistance. is a really fucking oh my, great song. It is like, that. I wish this been. was like our national anthem song. This is a great fucking song. This should have been the one that got nominated for the Academy Award. Right, right. Now, as this was the first time you heard this song, right, Scoop? Mm-hmm. What What did you think of the song? Does it get you pumped? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you think of Gregory? Uh, I mean, uh, as a character. I didn't think of him. <laughs> I mean, he, he's actually he's he's kind of funny. I like it, to be honest. I I think they should have kept him along more, and instead of yeah, I think you would know a little bit better than him because he had a four point I, I had a four point. I had a 4.0 grade average from Yardale. No, no. I really don't think I should be here. I had a four point. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I don't think I should be amongst these rogues. These I, rogues. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I was just going to continue the line. Yeah, like the, the line that aged like milk. Yeah, unfortunately, that line is not as uh, politically correct anymore. We can't use it because, well, you know, it's it's, it's not good. It's uh, it's a, right. a, a naughty word, if you will. Right. So, um, but ladies and gentlemen, we're actually, as you mentioned, Joe, we're actually about uh, what is it—the halfway point here in the movie, yeah. now, pretty much. So before we're going to end this side of this podcast, guys, with the Law Resistance song here. Yeah, for you. I was just going to say we're going to outro that song. 
Yeah, so we're going to end on the first part of this podcast here with the Law Resistance song. So if you're listening to part one here, we appreciate you listening here on HackerHami.Podme.com, on Hami Media Group, RatSaladReview.com, as well as we encourage you to go over to our Hami Media Group YouTube and subscribe and subscribe to us on all platforms. Joe, while we wrap up this end of the episode, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, Slave to the Deathmatch will be streaming live on october 3rd definitely watch that if you are into the czw gcw style wrestling uh, i've got i'll be on twitch uh a couple times a week twitch.tv slash jv the nine and yeah that's all i got to plug right now all right guys well this is the end of part one we'll be back next week with part two and of course if you're listening on the podcast you'll get to hear this song if you're not listening on the podcast and you're watching on youtube we'll see you next week God has smiled upon you this day, the fate of a nation in your hands. And blessed be the children who fight with all our bravery, till only the righteous stand. You see the distant flames, they bellow in the night. You fight in all our names for what we know is right. And when you all get shot and cannot carry on, though you die, la resistance lives on. You may stand in the head with a dagger or a sword. You may be burned to death or skin alive or worse. But when they torture you, you will not feel the need to run for, though you die, la resistance lives on. Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from, like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob. Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs, the right opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Jungle is with you, let's see. Ching, chang, ching, you see, like.
omkring ham dannet sneen hvid. Ting tang ting du siger. Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et der sejnede hans hest. Ting tang lu, ting tang lu, ting tang ting du siger. Stakkels junker død Ting tang ting nu til Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting nu til Det var jo noget ved og noget for da han tøde, blev han våd Ting, tang, ting, Men sådan kan det altså gå, når man går uden hue på Ting, tang, lu, ting, tang, lu, ting, tang, ting, Ting-tang-ting-lu-ti-lej 